Don't grieve. Anything you lose comes around in another form. Life is about accepting the challenges along the way, choosing to keep moving forward and savoring the journey. Welcome to the Listen for Life podcast with Genevieve Richardson. Genevieve is a speech-language pathologist rehabilitating adults with communication challenges after a stroke or due to a neurological impairment. Living with aphasia is hard. Caregiving is hard. You are not alone. Get equipped with knowledge from experts in the field and professionals you need to know. We'll hear stories and experiences from others who are navigating life with aphasia. So. Put your earphones in and take a walk outside. This isn't just a podcast. This is a community, a resource, and a support system. We're in this together. Do life. One of my favorite sleeper animated movies that I watched over and over again when my daughters were little was Meet the Robinsons. It was about a boy who grew up in an orphanage who was an inventor. Time and again, his inventions prevented him from being adopted. Through his journey, he learned to keep moving forward. I won't spoil the story for you, but if you ever come across it, I highly recommend that you check it out. It was a sweet movie. Walt Disney was known to say, keep moving forward. I adopted this phrase as a motto for life speech pathology. Simple, elegant, to the point. So this episode is number three of the Life After Stroke series. This episode is about how to build a life you love. And I have four takeaways from this episode. Making healthy life choices. Work toward a positive attitude journal to process emotion, and set realistic goals. So let's dive in. A stroke can be a life-changing event, and if you've survived one, it's important to know you aren't alone. According to the Centers for Disease Control and Prevention, more than 785,000 people in the United States have a stroke each year. If you or a loved one have survived a stroke, Rebuilding a life you love can feel challenging, daunting, and at times, even impossible. However, there is hope in recovery to build a life you love post-stroke. Here are a few tips on how to start working towards the life you want and will love. Make healthy lifestyle choices. What we eat, how much we sleep, and who we surround ourselves with is just one part of a healthy recovery. Making healthy lifestyle choices can reduce your risk of another stroke and promote healing after a stroke. Getting regular medical checkups, physical activity, eating healthy foods, getting enough sleep, and engaging in new or challenging activities are all choices that can make a big difference in your health after a stroke. Engaging with family and friends and community are another key component to recovery. However, our lifestyle choices aren't limited to what we eat and drink. Another healthy choice we can make is to invest in our new lives 
by working towards a positive attitude and moving away from negative thoughts or limiting beliefs. Work toward a positive attitude. A positive outlook can make all the difference in your recovery. When you start to challenge your negative thoughts, it becomes far easier to believe in yourself and start working to overcome obstacles. When we begin to make the powerful decision to challenge our negative thoughts, we increase our self-awareness and can dive deeper into mindfulness, which is a helpful tool when interwoven with recovery. When you become aware of your negative thoughts, you may feel discouraged by them. Instead, try to stay mindful and curious about your thoughts, knowing eventually you will reach a place where you can challenge and overcome negative and limiting thoughts. Our thoughts lead to our feelings and our feelings influence our behavior. If you're struggling with the condition of your post-stroke life, consider challenging your negative thoughts. For example, you may expect perfection from yourself throughout the rehabilitation journey. I have a client that I work with who would much rather be quiet or guess rather than make a mistake. He is a perfectionist through and through. If he can't do it right, he often doesn't want to do it. That is a mindset shift that we have been working on for quite a while and we are making progress. For example, you may expect perfection from yourself throughout the rehabilitation journey. Don't do this. This thought is not helpful and leaves no room for you to fail, grow, and change into the reality of your current life. Instead, challenge that perfectionistic thought with, I will work my hardest, learn from my mistakes, and keep moving forward. Of course, journaling is not possible for all folks with stroke. However, you as a caregiver could help facilitate this process. When life doesn't go the way we planned, it can be difficult to cope with the resulting emotions. We may feel disappointed, scared, or even angry. However, journaling can be a helpful tool for exploring these emotions and finding ways to cope with them. Writing about our experiences can help us to make sense of them and to see things from a different perspective. It can also provide a space for us to express our feelings without judgment. Additionally, journaling can help us to connect with others who have similar experiences with what life after stroke looks like. When we share our stories, we can feel less alone and more supportive. So if you're struggling to cope with difficult emotions, try journaling about your experiences. You may find it helpful when navigating the tricky journey to building a new life you love. Set realistic goals. Stroke recovery is rarely linear. One of the spouses that I work with had this excellent example about grief and coping with stroke. She said, think of 
grief as a wave that comes and crashes down on you. And perhaps one day you tumble and you fight to catch your breath and get back to the surface. Other days, they're smaller waves and they might knock you down, but you get up more quickly. Know that on this journey, after a stroke, there will be good days and bad days. And such, it's important to set realistic goals for yourself so that you don't get discouraged when there are setbacks. Talk with your doctor or rehab team about what goals would be realistic for you and then take things one day at a time or even one moment at a time. If the only goal you have in your mind is to rebuild the life you love before your stroke, you will spend your rehabilitation journey frustrated and disappointed. Instead, realistically evaluate your situation and set SMART goals that will help you achieve a little at a time and gain traction towards larger, more life-changing goals. One of the most helpful things when it comes to setting and achieving goals is to visualize what you want your life to look like. For example, you can picture yourself feeling confident, learning a new skill, or progressing in rehab. The truth is that life after a stroke will look different than it did before, but that doesn't mean it can't be good or even great. It will take time, effort, and discipline and mindfulness, but it is possible to build a life you can fall in love with after surviving a stroke. These four tips are just the beginning of a long list, but they're a great starting point for anyone wanting to create or recreate their post-stroke life into something beautiful and rewarding. So I would challenge you to think about the goals you have for yourself if you're the stroke survivor or the goals you have as the spouse or partner or caregiver of a survivor. Pick a tangible goal. Better yet, sit down, journal, do some brainstorming. Think about what areas would improve the quality of life for your person or with your person. Then, Once you're done brainstorming, see if you can prioritize those. Are there any specific goals on that list that would be easy to accomplish and cross off the list? I feel most gratification when I can cross things off my list. I love a sense of accomplishment and seeing how far I've come. So I would challenge you to start with something easy and get those taken care of. If there's a bigger goal you want to achieve, break it down into pieces. Recovery is not linear. There are peaks and valleys constantly. Just because you took two steps forward today doesn't mean you won't take a step back tomorrow. Try not to let that discourage you. Take a big goal, break it into pieces, and keep moving towards it. If you'd like to read the transcript from this podcast, you will see it in the show notes and you will also be able to download it for your later review. To get there, go to dolifespeechpathology.com forward slash blog forward slash love 
for this particular episode. If you need more personal guidance for building a life you love, please reach out by phone or email. Complimentary consultations are always available. Or let's just have a nice candid conversation. Before you go, just like in our other episodes, we need to have a little straight talk about the holidays. I have a freebie PDF guide talking turkey about aphasia inclusion at the holidays. This is a practical guide for promoting interaction, community, and connection. You can see the link for this PDF in the show notes. You can get to it at dolifespeechpathology.com. I am wishing you a wonderful, wonderful holiday season. There is more life to be had after a stroke. Thanks for tuning in to the Listen for Life podcast. We hope you feel empowered and supported. Head over to listenforlifepodcast.com to see the show notes with links and information from today's episode. Do you have a topic, a resource to share, or a guest recommendation? Inquiring minds want to know. Let us know in the comments section. Wishing you a fabulous week.